And now, the Wadfam Chalkpod. Hello and welcome to the Wadfam <laughs> Leave it! <laughs> what if I intro it? Actually, I could intro it the other side of the looking glass. Or the, or the other side the, of the glass. The other side of the looking glass. That's a great way. Through the looking glass. Hello and welcome to the Wad Fam <laughs> Chalkpot. <laughs> That's I'm Andrew Sabo. <laughs> okay, we found our teaser. <laughs> That's true, because this episode does have a cold yeah, open. Yeah, yeah. So we gotta put something before the intro. So uh so there's that. Roll intro music. Oh, hi there. Welcome to the pod. I'm Dylan James Weaver, but most folks around here just call me Dylan. Why don't you get the whole family together and join us for another exciting episode of the Wadfam Chalk Pod. Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalkpot. I'm Dylan Weaver. And I'm still here. Andrew Sabo. <laughs> Andrew Sabo, still here at the beginning of the episode. Yep. Um, good to know you didn't leave. Um, it is, uh, we're not talking about Blackard. Nope, no, we, we are. We finished that. Like and a... we're not talking about Novacom because the time has passed. Yeah. Um, and we're not talking about Twilight Zone because nobody liked that and there aren't any more episodes. <laughs> and we're not talking about Kidsboro. And all that that loadedness is. Um, so instead, we're talking about the other side of the glass, a three-parter that is a Bernard and Wooten comic mystery. And I could not be happier. It is the closest. Delightful. I realized listening through it for this, it is the closest Odyssey gets to being Psych. Mm-hmm. And I love Psych. Yeah. No. I. I. Uh thoroughly enjoyed i mean it has been very very well known that i love bernard and wooten um yep. and the fact that eugene and wit we get paul harlinger as wit coming along with this really great adventure and Eugene's honestly, not even in this episode connie is why is he in the album artwork because there's other episodes on the album yeah but isn't the album artwork of this episode no it's of the top floor uh, that's jason witt and eugene that makes a lot of sense i was wondering who that guy was <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, uh it's uh it's uh caesar ah yes it's caesar from last episode that was a good callback right everybody liked that yeah right a full week ago that one weird joke we made yeah perfect um <laughs> and so let's not we're not spend, showing our hand at all i don't know what you're talking let's about let's not spend an hour talking about the uh the artwork again yeah that please was, not. uh a bad move but yeah this is the 10th episode mm-hmm. off of album 48 moment mm-hmm. of truth um this is part one of other side of the glass that we're talking about today mm-hmm. it is written and directed by paul mccusker which was the first episode that he wrote or directed in three years when this came out in may of 2007 interesting he had been on a break from the show and came back with this and i mm. am so happy that that is what happened um, yeah, no, this is delightful. And so the thing that I think that this album is interesting that I think about it now is that so this is Paul Her- Herlinger before he dies, right? This is an era of Odyssey in which at this point in time they perceive to last indefinitely. No. Did they know Paul Herlinger was going to die for a long time? correct like he died after leaving the show oh he like he left after album he did album 50 he did kids borough yeah or actually the truth chronicles yeah. in its whole and then left and then stoke came in for um came in for passages mm-hmm. and then 51 going forward yeah so it is very much i don't know if they know at, on album 48 
that they're coming to a close, but this is not an abrupt finish in the same way that Hal Smith is. Yeah, yeah. They get to wrap up this era of Odyssey very tidily. Yeah, and I find it so interesting that they didn't end the show with him leaving with 50 albums. This show can never end. No, I know. It makes too much money, and I completely understand. Uh, it's just, what re-listening to it has definitely done is just being like, why has this not ended? <laughs> like, it's not that it's bad, and not that I want it to end. It's just, to have a show go on and 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 encompass so many eras and be so distinctly different, like, if you just, just using the wits as a timestamp, right? Like, Andre Stoika episodes are completely different from Hal Smith episodes, you know? Yeah. And the fact because that you had been Paul Herlinger. 30 years long. Yeah, and you had Paul Herlinger for a long time, and yeah, you were like able to tie years. it up neatly in a bow. I just don't know why they were like, well, obviously we need to cast another wit. <laughs> yeah, but I don't, yeah, I don't know. That is the question. And we've talked about it a lot, and I don't yeah. know what the answer is. But you know what? I'm not that sad that we can still get more Odyssey. No, because this Even is... Even if I don't really enjoy it when yeah. I listen. Yeah. Because at least it gives me the fun exercise of, can I solve this mystery? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's yes. And in these episodes, that will be the question for Andrew, who has incredibly never heard this three-parter. No, never. And I know it like the back of my hand. Yeah, this is going to be so strange. Prepare it, for a lot of Dylan monologues. <laughs> it aired in 2007. I listened to it when it aired. Okay. Because I was like nine at the time. Like it was like perfectly in my Odyssey wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Um, And then listened to it every time it would re-air or would, I would get the, eventually when the church got it on album, I would get the album out. Like this was an important one for me. Yeah, um, that was a that was a thing. When did the church get the new Adventures in Odyssey on? And if they did, uh, who would get it first, Dylan or Andrew? Maybe it would be Adam. Yeah, yeah, that, the fight, the, the fight continues. Well, it would never be me because I've gone to the church library like twice in my life. Oh, all right. So it's but just it'd me, be my me and Adam. yeah, it'd be Brendan. Oh. No, it would have been Brendan or Colleen who would have done yes. this. Especially in two thousand seven, it definitely would have been Brendan. He would have been... I'm not going to try and do that mental math right now. He's like 13 at this point. Yeah. Yeah. He's got like four years on me or something. Regardless, cast-wise, because that's the thing we do, we get to actually talk about the cast for this episode, which is really fun. Because we're now in like the modern era of Odyssey, wherein they're like casting actual voice people. Mm -hmm. And so we have June Foray playing uh, Madge and the secretary at Mm. Wayne Chemical. Um, She is notably... Evelyn Harcourt in the video series. Hmm. Um, but these are the only characters, this is the only episode of the, um, which the video series does not count. Nope. But right. this is, it, is, has it been claimed as not canon? I, I claim it as not canon. No, I don't, um, I don't claim it as canon. This is the one episode of the show that she is in, which was fun. And she, uh, she has over 300 IMDb credits starting in the 1940s. Whoa. Going up to her, like, death at when she was 100. Whoa. She um, had, from the get-go, a, like, proclivity for playing um, grandmothers. Like, that's kind of been her thing. She was the granny in, like, the Looney Tunes cartoons, like, with uh, Sylvester yeah, and yeah, Tweety. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. What? She was Grandmother Fa in Mulan. What? The the non live action one? Wait, the one that with the cricket? The crazy old lady with the cricket? Believe so. Yeah. Ah the cricket. I've only seen Mulan like maybe once. Oh man. I don't You're have missing a good... out. This is a great this is a great one. She was Ma Beagle in DuckTales, Jokey <laughs> Smurf in the Smurfs, Aunt May in the eighties Spider Man. Oh. And Rocky in Rocky and Bullwinkle. Really? Yeah. I watched, did you watch Rocky and Bullwinkle? Oh, not. my dad loved Rocky and Bullwinkle, so he convinced me to watch it. What an absolute trip of a show. Like, you ever seen a moose fly? I have. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Rocky and Bullwinkle. It's a large and, an- animal with antlers and hooves. That is a Adventures in Odyssey reference uh, to a Wooten and Grady episode. Oh, yeah. Deep cut. Deep for, cut. That, that one went over my for head. For people. Yes. I, this is just all... This is just the episode. There's, there's an episode in which Wooten explains to a child what a moose is. 
Because apparently that's not a normal thing. But he's from Alaska, and they have moose. Um, oh, wait a minute. I think I know which episode you're talking about. Anyway. Um, and then... Uh, not and important. We also have Chris Edgerly as Howard Chesitervitz. Um, he has appeared in 19 episodes of Odyssey. Uh, notably was Colonel Oliver in the Passages um, oh. album. And has 185 IMDb credits, mostly for video games. Interesting. Um, but he was also Potamus on Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law. Um, and uh, in the video game sphere, he has vo- voiced Aragorn in every Lord of the Rings video game. Wow. I'm talking War in the North. I'm talking Aragorn's Quest. I'm talking wow. Lego Lord of the Rings. Wow. This is the man who they get to do Aragorn. I don't even know. Do they give him dialogue in that? In, in the, the Lego, Lego games? I'm pretty sure it's all just grunting. It, might, it literally might be. I'm pretty sure it's all grunting in the subtitles. Thought, I thought that was the first one that they did voice work. Oh, maybe they did. I don't I, I, I forget. It I doesn't matter. never played through that one completely. Anyways. I so that's the PS2 games a lot. Is he in that one? Well, <laughs> I guess they, I think they just used actual audio from yeah. the movies. But uh, yeah, that is that is our kind of uh, context off the top about uh, this glorious episode. Now I'm gonna roll the promo. Thank God. Oh, and it's only it's a promo just for this episode. It's not not for the whole three parter. So yeah. On the next adventure in Odyssey, Woot notices something very strange as Bernard is washing the windows. Look at that. The cleaner is supposed to take the marks off, not put more on. Something's appeared before our very eyes, like a like a secret code. What in the world? It's a mysterious message from an invisible source on the next adventure in Odyssey. That sounds very Novacom-esque. That was just a good, across-the-board, solid promo. No, that was a great We've promo. We've got Chris doing it. It's just clips of the episode. Yeah. It works. No, it's, 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 that is a. It's not trying for anything and I appreciate it because too often they do. That's like a B plus and that's more than good enough. Yeah. Considering the mixed bag that we normally get. It's talking rats. Very into it. Yeah. Oh my word. I have so many notes for this episode. This episode's amazing, guys. Yeah, no, it's a lot. It's honestly, I realized how much how many notes i had and i was like i I have to stop taking some of these so we get the and now adventures in odyssey to kick off the episode and then there's just this like fun jaunty music as bernard walks around his truck and gathers his equipment yeah and goes up to the window to start washing for madge and madge is like hey bernard i didn't know you were due here today and he was like yeah i am and she's like would you like some breakfast i've got a special when you buy a bagel you get a free newspaper and he's like well the newspaper would be tastier yeah the newspaper i've had your breakfast bagels and the uh, newspaper would probably taste better and she's like, like oh bernard like i just love it absolutely so roasted much. though saying that a newspaper would taste better than a bagel like how bad is this bagel <laughs> if it's a breakfast bagel is that just a sausage egg and cheese situation because like i feel like it's really hard to mess up a sausage egg and cheese or just a bagel bagels are good yeah i'm gonna come out and say it folks even bad bagels even like cheap grocery store bagels you throw those bad boys in the to- toaster puts a butter. lot of cream cheese on a them. lot of cream cheese a lot of butter maybe cream jelly. cheese and butter no no not together who are cheese. you no god freaking monster over here the i would have andrew is sabu to not yeah <laughs> reflect the views of the podcast My views on bagel topping <laughs> exclusively cream cheese and butter simultaneously <laughs> yeah oh uh, and then bernard starts squeegeeing the window yeah and, and the sound it's a Mm-hmm. It's so annoying, and Madge is just like, I didn't realize how annoying your squeegee was. And Bernard's like, What? This? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and then and then she walks in, and he goes criticizing the sound of my squeegee. Can she hear the sound of her own voice? She's Ooh. like, Go for the gut, Bernard. Yeah, no, no, Bernard. When did Bernard become so? Mean. No, this is a mean Bernard episode. Bernard is a jerk in this episode. But he's a lovable jerk. Yeah, oh no, it's great. He's So this is one of the last episodes he's in, like, right? Like, like he's in so many episodes, and this is, like, in the last ten. Is it really? Yeah, okay. I looked it up. Yeah, um, I, I trust you. I mean, there's only two albums after this, yeah, so it exactly. makes sense. He's not going to be in 24 albums, or yeah. 24 episodes. Like, it makes sense that he's in, like, ten. 
Yeah, and uh, it's it's pretty nuts like, that, like, okay, so you were really hearing this character kind of evolve, and this is towards the end of it, and, like, okay, so he's this curmudgeonly old man now, and he's just a jerk, and it makes sense, and it's absolutely hilarious. And Wooten gets to be basically a child in this episode. Yeah. Because at this point, he shows up. Yeah. And, and he's delivering the mail, because he's a mailman. And a mailman. A mailman. And uh, and was like, Wooten, does this sound bother you? And he's like, no, it doesn't. Unlike, uh, but, but, but few things do. Mostly just like sandpaper on salmon and Mrs. Danderfield eating a soft-boiled egg. What? <laughs> like, those are such specific. specific. Sandpaper on salmon? On salmon. What? That's what he says. I don't think that would really make a sound. No, no. I feel like, if, especially if the salmon is cooked. Right. Yeah. If it's like a live salmon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scales. Probably... If we're talking scales on. Yeah. Okay. That, that'd that be rough. That's like your nails on chalkboard situation, I'm presuming. Yeah. Oh, and also a woman eating a soft-boiled egg, but like specifically one woman. I just. I. And it's soft-boiled? <sighs> when was the last time you saw somebody eat a soft-boiled egg? Yeah, it's been a while. But she sounds old. Yeah. Um. And then we're, what does it even mean to have an egg that's soft boiled? I forget, and I don't feel. Does like it mean that the yolk is runny? Is that how maybe? That works? I don't care. I don't really care <laughs> that much either. Yeah, you do. Um, I'm mildly intrigued, but I'm more tired than I am anything. <laughs> so there are Bernard goes to leave, and there are Mark and Wooten's like, "Hey, Bernard, you missed this buddy." He's like, "No, I didn't. Oh wait, yes, I did." Yeah, and he uh, he sprays them and goes to clean it, and now suddenly there are more marks. Yeah. And, and Wootland's like, do you see what I see? Which prompts the and then Bernard. Bernard line. <laughs> this is, we have no time for Christmas songs. <laughs> no time for Christmas songs, Wootland. I'm working. It's so funny. Can you hear what I hear? Oh. And then he's like, it's the Power Boy symbol for help. Yeah. Help. Yeah, no, no, no. He's... Wooten, like, he's like, help? He's like, no, 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 help! help. Yeah, it's, help! <laughs> in, in the way that his voice kind of gives out whenever Wooten gets, Wooten. Wooten. <laughs> <laughs> Yoo-hoo, big summer blowout! Wooten. Um, you know, that, that old Frozen so joke for all to watch. <laughs> yeah. It's been a long time since we've done this, Dylan. <laughs> Oh. And the whole uh... lack of Adderall. Yeah, <laughs> sorry about it. It's okay. <laughs> I think it makes huh. the commentary more colorful. <laughs> it definitely does. And so we then uh, we then go to the uh, theme song. We get a weird intro. Weird that it's not a Bernard, but whatever. No. And then we come back in on like carnival music. Yeah. And Wooten's at the next building with. <laughs> With uh, with Bernard, and Bernard goes to do it again, and it happens again. Yeah. Uh, it's Wooten brings up then, like, he, this is the first point at which we get his, like, Wooten's, like, super observation powers that mm-hmm. are, like, throughout these episodes, where yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. where he's like, oh, that's the... Um, the S that reminds me of the one comic, right? Yeah, ooh, oh, that, that's, that's far later, but... Sure? I feel like it's mentioned earlier. No, it is not. Okay. It's not mentioned until they are, um, I believe until he's back yeah. with Wit. But he does. But at this point, he does talk about the fact that, like, oh yeah, that was a new window they put in. Like Madge just had that window put in, and like, because you know, a window salesman tried to give me, and I, you know, bought five, even though I only have four holes for windows, and yeah. Um, and <laughs> so I think it's crazy that Wooten, this random guy off the street who's a mailman, um. Noticed that there was a new window, and Bernard, who washes windows for a living, did not. Yeah, no. No, I can't believe Wooten did notice that. And I get it, like, whatever. Okay, this is... The thing that Wooten does in this that I absolutely love is that he is so undeniably a genius and useful and, like, contributing while also being an absolute goofball. Yep. And, and in that way, I really hope I grow up to be like Wooten. Yeah. If you if you would like more of this, watch the show Psych. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I would like to I would like to go through the the, the quote, uh, all the all the Power Boy symbols. Oh yeah, stuff. yeah. He's like, 
Uh, Bernard's oh, like, no, wait, symbols plural? I thought you said there was only one for help. Oh no, there's a lot. Let's see. There's help. As you know, there's don't look up and be wary of the purple lizards and warning arch nemesis in crystallic fusion dormancy. And there I get the idea. Yeah, there's 121 in all. <laughs> oh, I just I love I love warning Ruben. arch nemesis in crystallic fusion dormancy. Yep. What? <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a thing that comes up a lot. You need a specific symbol for it. Yeah. It's like, you, you, you've never used that emoji, Andrew? I can't, I can't say that I have, but I'm not a big emoji guy. Oh. Well, you need, to, you need to step up your game and start using the warning arch nemesis and crystal fusion dormancy. I'm more of a gif man. Oh, I hate you. I um, know, I know, but gifs are so fun. It's, it's okay. Um, gifs can be so fun. <laughs> and so he does, Bernard's cleaning that window. It pops up again. And Bernard's like, all right, Wooten, like, I Do get most it. Most people in the world hate GIFs? I don't know. I don't hate GIFs. I just find them annoying when people use them in text responses. Oh, no, I don't. I try not to as much as possible. But I did send you a GIF, didn't I? Probably. I sent you the Seth Meyers one. Sure the one have did. we done? And so... <laughs> anyway. And so Bernard's like, oh, this is a... This is a Wooten prank. You know what? This episode might work because you're going to be Wooten and I'm going to be Bernard. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it's going to be. <laughs> Where you're insane and constantly getting off track. Yes. And I'm curmudgeonly and like, <laughs> just like along just for the ride. Let's just do it. I I'm... have to deal with Andrew for an hour. So I guess we're doing that. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. I hope this never comes to that point. <laughs> I don't want to be a burden. You're not a burden. It's good. Our dynamic's gonna work. It's it's um, gonna work. And so yeah, Bernard it hasn't worked for a hundred episodes or. <laughs> so yeah, we still yet to blossom. <laughs> Continue. Bernard is convinced that yeah that that Wooten's behind all this because that's the only thing that makes sense. And Wooten's like, no, I would never just like flippantly use the Power Boy symbol for help. Like that actually means something. Yeah. Um. And then, uh, and then Bernard's back at Wit's End talking with uh, Cotty and Wit about this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that symbol po- popped up on four of the windows I cleaned, not all of them. And Connie's like, haha, I wonder if they're haunted. And Bernard's like, really? That's where you're going, Connie? <laughs> and <laughs> because like, Bernard I- is a jerk. <laughs> He's like, I've never, I've never seen anything like this before. Um, I think it's one of Wooten's pranks. And oh, and so in the previous thing when Bernard accuses Wooten, Wooten's like, well, I don't do pranks anymore, not since the wiffle ball back yeah, incident. Yeah, so, yeah. And then Connie and Wit are like, no, 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 it couldn't be Wooten. He hasn't done anything since the, the wiffle, wiffle ball <laughs> incident. And there, and Bernard's like, oh, you know about that too? They're like, how do you not know about that? I thought everyone did. It, well, like, and he's like, I don't want to know. <laughs> I really hope that is, is it Jess Hart now who yeah. voices Wooten? I really hope that he did something with the wiffle ball bat <laughs> that this is referencing. Oh. If it is, and you know it, write in. <laughs> Tweet at us. Oh, Leave it in Lord. a review on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> yeah, give us more reviews, people. <laughs> I'm really thirsty for those. Well, they do help the show. <laughs> they, they do. <laughs> Uh, At least I think. I don't, don't really know. I don't really know how people find our show, to be honest with you. Do yeah. they just Google Adventures in Odyssey podcasts and then we come up somewhere? Maybe. And so, yeah. It's at this point in my notes that I'm just like, man, everything I want from this show is just comedic mysteries. Yeah, no, no. This, this is, is the like, platonic amazing. ideal of an yeah. Adventures in Odyssey episode. No, no, there's there's the really in uh, emotionally investing long arcs like we just covered in Blackguard and Novacom. Right. And then there's this and, and right. really and, exactly. and there's imagination station adventures and there's weird like one off, you know, like BTVs and your yeah. and your Right. Like I like so. the variety show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like when we get to get super deep on like theology and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also like this. goofy mystery odd couple. I mean, if we had one of like... these if it was just one episode every album 
It'd be amazing. Yeah. This and is the Wooten this is the Wooten Bernard mystery album. Yeah. Or mystery mystery episode, you know? Yeah. And so and so they're like Wit's like, Well, you wanna try my window? We had that one replaced as well. Um mm-hmm. same same person. Bernard's like, Well, I've washed it all month and nothing's uh, nothing's happened. But he goes he goes to wash it and he goes, uh <laughs> Bernard's like, Alright everybody, step back. Connie's like, why? Does this symbol explode? Like, yeah, Connie yeah. is so bad and one-dimensional, and it bothers me in this episode, but I'm gonna let live with it because I like so much else. Well, yeah, exactly, and and just, <laughs> the she's a like, machine. She, she can just beat, yeah. the, beat the devil out of her. <laughs> so she's like, does it explode? He's like, no, but if it shows up, I might throw my bucket through it. Yeah. <laughs> What an absolute, an absolute champion. Oh, it's so good. And then, um... Incredible. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah, Connie's like, oh, I didn't realize how annoying your squeegee sound was. He's like, ah, you too. Yeah. And then, uh, and then the symbol appears. He's like, Mm -hmm. it's the Power Boy symbol for help. Uh, Connie's like, it looks like an eight with a harpoon through it. Wit's like, Wit's like, I think I've seen a Greek letter that looks like that. I want to see this symbol. Yeah, really bad. I want this I'm, symbol graffitied on a t-shirt. That's a... That's an excellent merch idea right there, Dylan. <laughs> You're gonna have to find someone with skill and have them do an interpretation of it. No, but if the Chalk Squad knows where we can find a visual of the uh, Power Boy symbol... Yeah. Please let us know, because I'm sure that there's somewhere in any... Because the Power Boy comics are real, aren't they? If you type Power Boy, the Power Boy symbol for help is the first thing that pops up. But there is no there is no visual aid that the internet finds for it then. Well, I'm sure it's probably somewhere in the uh in the OA club. No, I mean I I can't I can't find it. But regardless, it does not matter. Mm. This is not the way we'd be spending our time. No, right no, now. we don't. No. But um <laughs> God, it's tempting. <laughs> brain is unhinged i've noticed um it's not a good connie episode no except for she speaks fluent search engine (laughs) Uh uh-huh and and is that what happens next i don't think no that's not for a while but her quote is i speak the words search engines understand Understand. yeah all right and so so bernard then reveals that he's using a new spray that yeah. was manufactured by Howard. Because Wooten noticed it. Well, no, that that comes up later, Andrew. Oh, it does? Really? Yeah, because... So, Wit's like, oh, yeah, that guy works for the Wayne Chemical Company, which I think is funny to call something Wayne yeah. in an episode that revolves around comic books. Good joke. Appreciate it, Odyssey. Yeah, um, especially with power symbols and stuff. Yeah. And then, uh, and then he's like... Which like I wonder if I bet like the new chemical on new glass is what's causing this to um, appear. And mm. so Bernard's like, okay, I'm gonna go talk to Howard. Uh, you should probably put like a curtain or cardboard or something over the window, which I think is funny because one, it doesn't seem like it's that much of a problem. Yeah, it's not like it's hate speech. Like I, I Who's literally going to be like offended my by it? my visualization of it is that like on the clear window there's like a frosted section with yeah. the with the symbol yeah exactly um but then the other side of that is it is a window you would have to put a curtain or cardboard on both sides in order to cover it yeah no yeah no you're, <laughs> you're, you're gonna make a window sandwich is what's happening <laughs> and i just think that that's really to keep funny. nobody from seeing make sure nobody sees the harmless comic book symbol. Yeah. On your window. Yeah. With no negative connotation, really. Right. Other than... Help! 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 <laughs> and so... And so, yeah. Help! So then, then Bernard shows up at Wayne Chemical Company and wants to talk to Howard, but the secretary, also voiced by uh, the person who's voicing Madge, mm-hmm. is like, uh, actually, you're gonna have to wait um, because there's another person here who's also here to see him. And Bernard spins around, and, and there's Wooten sitting. He's like, hey, Bernard. <laughs> he's like, ah, I should have known you'd be here. And he's like, yeah, I noticed the, 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 your, uh, you were using a different cleaner. So I, I was like, because I was thinking, like, you know, 
they've been you've been washing those same windows all month like they mm-hmm. weren't just installed so then like why did it only show up now and then i was like oh i wonder if it was the cleaner you were using because i saw that you were using a new one that has like a green and pink label as opposed to your normal one that has a blue and that weird aqua color that nobody really knows what to call is and it I, just turquoise i love Wooten. i love this episode no it's so I, good it's so good it's also it's embroidered in my brain to such an extent that it's going to be hard for me not to just quote the entire episode that's fine though it, it works for me <laughs> and uh and so uh so yeah and then bernard so Wooten doesn't then explain how seeing that different colored label led him to wayne chemical company yeah. but you know whatever and it's at this point that bernard decides to be mean and ask if he was tested as a child yeah yeah <laughs> were you tested as a child but like scientists or doctors or anything yeah. it was like yeah <laughs> and then how does wooten uh, respond to that i don't remember no he's just like yeah <laughs> and like that, that that's it like yes yes i was <laughs> um and then and, and then uh, they're like we sh- you know what seeing as we're both here we should like investigate this together i could be sherlock or you could be sherlock i could be holmes yeah <laughs> And, and Bernard's like, yeah, it's like, you know, you'd be Watson. He's like, yeah, but I don't want either of us to be the, the sidekick. Side yeah, it's so good. <laughs> I love it. Which, you know, why we, why, I, I'm I'm big, big proponent of the sidekicks. I think, uh, you know, I think that a lot of uh, superhero universes greatly benefit from sidekicks. And I think they get a bad rap. So, yeah, you know. It's why Marvel, you know, movies have never been successful. It's because they don't have sidekicks. <laughs> yeah. Those Avengers movies, they never made any money. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I just, oh, I love this. Wow, you're right. They really don't have uh, much. Yeah, much. DC has sidekicks. Marvel doesn't. That's just like. Is Bucky a sidekick? Kind of? Kind of. You could also argue, or argue that like Spider-Man's kind of an Iron Man sidekick, but like mm. none of them are sidekicks in the way that like the DC universe has sidekicks. Yeah, yeah. Um, like DC is built on. Yeah, on sidekicks in a way that Marvel has never really embraced. And that's fine, and I've got no problems with that. But I like uh, uh, sidekick stuff a lot. Speaking of which, Young Justice. Um, a show about sidekicks. Um, <laughs> listen to Wound. My episode, maybe. Um, now I'm becoming the unhinged one. Um, <laughs> and so they, It's working. Speaking of unhinged, they go in and they talk to Howard. Oh, and Bernard mentions that the spray ruins windows. And Howard hyperventilates and then faints. Yeah. And his secretary has to run over and be like, oh, guys, come on. Yeah. And then they, uh, yeah, then then he comes back to, we, we jump forward in time, and he's taking Bernard and Woot into the lab and apologizing for what happened earlier and blaming it on his mom's history, like his mom's medical history. It's great. Um, and he's you like... Know. Blame them. Yeah. He's like, uh, yeah, he, this, this is our lab. We test our products on every surface imaginable. And Wooten goes, moon rocks? And Bernard's <laughs> like, normal imaginations, Wooten. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> moon rocks? <laughs> Can you imagine? All-purpose cleaner. Does it work on <laughs> moon rocks? Because I'm not buying it unless it works on moon rocks. Does it kill 99% of space bacteria? <laughs> uh, Andrew, as far as we know, there's no space bacteria. Yet. Yet. Well, actually... I mean, unless you count, like, the International Space Station. Yeah, I was gonna Station. say. Or, like, bacteria that's, like, in our Mars rover. Which is not supposed to happen, but you never know. Right. Um... This is such a bad episode of us and such a good episode, episode of the, of the show. show. No, I think it's fine. We're just, uh, we're just, uh, uh, unhinged. Unhinged, yeah. Um, and so. Overwhelmed. And so he's like, he's like, yeah, what's the, so what, what was happening? And he's like, oh, when we sprayed the, when we sprayed your spray on those new windows from, uh, from Seawright, mm-hmm. um, they, uh, they made the, uh, symbol appear and, uh, and Howard's like, oh, uh, what, what's the symbol? And Wooten draws it on, on the window. And Howard's like, oh, it's the Power Boy symbol for help? That's only <laughs> been used in issues blah, blah, da, da, da. And Wooten's like, no, it wasn't used in that one. He's like, actually, yes, it was. Like, it's, oh, oh it's I, the best. I it's the, love it's, it. It's pure joy when you, when, 
when you expect somebody to not get something and then they do. And right. then you're like, <gasps> like when I am on a missions trip and I make a stupid reference to an Adventures in Odyssey episode and the man sitting across from me here goes, I got your reference. Yeah. And then we start a podcast. Yeah. Absolutely. All I'm saying hilarious. is I want the Wooten and Howard podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so... And so, yeah, this this is when Wooten's <laughs> like... The I, I, I'm the one that passes out. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, you've got pots. Yeah. Um, and then... And then Wooten... Um, we never are allowed to explain that to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> We've they can know that I have pots. They just can't know what it is. <laughs> uh, they might know. Some people do. If they Google it. Um, and so... Uh, and so then, uh, yeah, this is this is when Wooten's like, yeah, so I re- realized that all of those things are manufactured by C-Rite because, like, all those windows were manufactured by C-Rite because their logo was in the bottom right corner. And, like, it looks like the S in C-Rite looks like, you know, some other comic book. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, my word, Wooten is, like, is Sherlock Holmes no, no, or, like, yeah. Sean Spencer or uh, the Mentalist. I don't know what the Mentalist is. I don't know either. Monk? Monk. Yeah, monk, monk works. Monk is um, very, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> monk is uh is 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 a different spin on the same bit that psych is they're all a different spin on sherlock yeah they're right. all doing sherlock holmes yeah. psych especially yeah um listen to my psych podcast coming out probably never but you know <laughs> i do have the usernames reserved on every social media um That's good luck finding that um uh, and so what is this what what was the name of the fake of the non-existent psych podcast? It's called Psychopaths. Psychopaths. Okay. Follow Psychopaths Pod on everywhere I could get the handle because I wanted to make sure I had it so no one else could take it. That's good. That's good. That's impressive. And also, I think just a deep waste. <laughs> but it doesn't take that much time. I was, was going to say. It does have a logo, which did take too much time. Oh. I kind of want to see that. Not right now. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, so yeah, then, then they go ahead and spray it on, oh, um, Howard's like, oh yeah, I've got those windows here for testing, that's what, that's what we've been using, and I'm like, it is? How have you not realized this before then? But whatever. Um, and so they, they spray the window, it shows up, and Howard faints. Yeah. Again. Yeah. He asks for a paper bag, and then faints. Yeah. Poor guy. Yep. There's got to be something very wrong with him if he's just passing out all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's it's you know it's hereditary. It's, um, it's hereditary. Uh, it's from called on in class, right? It's hereditary when he's talking about uh, him having issues with public speaking. Yes, you're right. Good episode. We should do Trent stuff. Sometime. No, we really should. So then we jump to Wit and Cotty, and uh, Wit is has been searching for the symbol. He's just getting Powerboy fan pages. Mm-hmm. When he did scan in the page and search, like scan in a drawing of it and search it, it just confused the computer. And Connie's like. I'm really good at Googling, mm-hmm. um, so I'm going to do this. And she types in, Power Boy help symbol showing up on Windows. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I speak the words that search engines understand, which well, is okay. something that I think about all the time. No, no, it's absolutely hilarious. But you have to think about the time. This came out in 2007. Yeah. This is when search engines, like, being able to speak search engine was a beneficial thing. Yeah, and it was a skill Before I had. humanity had given so much of its conscious being to the algorithm that it just automatically knew what yeah. you wanted. Yeah. And so, and so, Cotty's like, yeah, I've spent hours doing this in the past. It's like, how do you do this? And yeah. then... And then she's like, oh, look, we've got uh, an article from the Greensburg Gazette showing that the symbol has been spray painted on a wall. That's where the scene ends. But I would like to point out that the so so this episode ends with them talking about going to Greensburg because they're going to go to the Seawright factory or Bernard is. Mm -hmm. Um, And in the official guide, somehow... On their list of episodes that take place away from Odyssey, they list Other Side of the Glass, Part 2 and 3, as taking place in Greensboro, North Carolina. What? 
That has to be a mistake, right? It's, it's absolutely a mistake. There's no way. <laughs> They're not going from Illinois to North Carolina in the next two episodes. But they say that. Um, even though in these episodes, I wrote down Greensburg. And then when I was looking at my notes, I was like, Greensboro, North Carolina? That's so wrong. Is that and a went, real place? Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. But <laughs> so, uh, sorry to fact check you, Hoobs, but... Uh, <laughs> I really hope that's not the case. If it is, please explain. Yeah. So so then we then we jump back on um uh on Wooten and you and Bernard and they're leaving um how they're leaving the Wayne uh chemical company mm-hmm. and um which oh shoot, I just got the double joke there. Wayne Chemical Company. Ace Chemical Company yeah. is where the Joker's created. Yes. By Bruce Wayne, yes. who's Batman. Yes. You, were you already there? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I've Rock yeah, on. I've I've played a lot of Batman video games that have done that. Hey, the Arkham so. series is great. And like yeah. I know Ace Chemical Company, but I didn't yeah. it only occurred to me when I was saying it there where I was like, oh, well, it when was you like a double about spin. Wayne, yeah, when yeah. you talking about Wayne, I was like, hmm. Right. Like, I got the Wayne thing, but I didn't make the chemical company thing until just now. Well done, um, Paul McCusker. Yeah, good Props job. Props to you. Props to you, buddy. Um, and you really so, did a good job here. And so, yeah. Uh, Wooten's... If you haven't gathered, we love this episode. I love this episode so much. It's so great. Um, and there's and, two more. And 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 but I don't think it's gonna get worse. And Cotty's like, okay, like, uh, or Wooten's like, all right, let's let's go back to the. Or Bernard's like, you can ride with me, and he's like, great, we'll go back to Wit's End where like Connie and Wit have new information. And Bernard's mm-hmm. like, how in the world did you figure out that they have new information? And Wooten's like, oh, Connie texted, texted me. me, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, man, 2007, and we're texting. Yeah, no, no, that well was... done, show. I mean, that's the year the iPhone came out. So that, presumably they're using flip phones with T9, but still. Yeah, yeah. Um, the QWERTY keyboards, just, the sideways, sideways maybe, sliding may, boys. Maybe, maybe. Those are the best. But Honestly, like, I, those are the easiest way to type. The oh, problem it's so nice. Is, I mean, other than like a finger keyboard, like a, like a laptop yeah, keyboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so nice, but the problem is when you try and type in landscape on a smartphone, you can't see what you're typing. Correct. Yep. That's a problem that I feel like could be solved. Nah. I don't know um, how. And so, uh, so, man, I just, I love this episode. And so, I, I love it so much. Bernard's truck then, like, struggles to start. Yeah. And then, and then. There's so yeah, much then emphasis it, then it in this does. episode on how just curmudgeonly Bernard is. And then his about truck does this. start and Wooten yells, let's rock, Holmes! Yeah. And like a rock, rock music starts. Yeah, and then it's transitioned to Connie, because Connie's listening to the music in, uh, in Wit's End, and she turns it off. So, I think. I, so, that's how I read it as well, but then I realized that no, the click is the intercom. Is the intercom. So is what not is her stopping the cassette. So it's just it's just transition music, and I love it. It's so it's so out weird. of the blue. I I'm gonna check now. Is this this is probably just normal it's John so, Campbell doing the music? Yeah, it's just yeah, John Campbell. Yeah, Campbell. But he is knocking it out of the park with some fun new drops. Well, and that's the thing where it's like it's so strange. I cannot believe it's not worked into the show with like a reason, like Connie listening to a Walkman or whatever, like <laughs> something like that. Like no, no, this is just. Yeah. Odyssey's transition it wouldn't make sense music sounds she would be listening to a cassette in 2007 also. What? So it also wouldn't make sense that she would be listening to it in a cassette in 2007. Like at this point even the church library what didn't buy this album on, on cassette. cassette. Yeah, no. Um but anyways, then we get the best joke of the episode. Please which continue. which is Oh, the meta Wooten. <laughs> this is the part of the Wooten makes this meta joke about plot structure. So, spoiler for Wooten as a character, but whatever. Like, I don't think this is revealed in the show at this time. But Wooten writes the Power Boy comics. Yeah. He has a deep understanding. Like, he is a good writer. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, has this connection to the Power Boy stuff, which, like, is even, like, makes it. He's also filthy rich. It's a great, like, kind of Declan from Psych maneuver that the show, show pulls. And if you don't get that, just watch Psych. Make yeah. me happy. <laughs> Anyways. and And so... 
He this goes is the like, part in the mystery. This, this is the point in the, in the mystery where we all get together and compare notes as a way of catching the readers up on, like, all that's been going on because it can be hard to follow. And I'm just like, Wooten, you're incredible. Yeah, no, no, no. It's so meta. It's like, I it's a step it. past addressing the audience. I love it. Incredible. Oh, my God. It works word. on every level. It is beautiful. This episode is beautiful. He's such a good character. It's it's the perfect. It's, oh. This episode, I was like excited to talk about because I remembered it fondly. But like maybe even more than Snow Day, I am listening to it just like, this is the best. I just can't believe I never listened to this before. <laughs> I know. This is so I strange. I love it so much. I mean, I've listened to almost every episode of Adventures in Odyssey up to like album 55 yeah. at some point or another. And I have no recollection of this. Yeah. And I really wish I did because it's boy, great. all the serotonin I've been missing out on. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's at this point that then like they do they do catch him up and mm-hmm. um they fill Connie and Wit in on the whole thing with the spray and Wit is like that symbol is we found out that, that symbol is being used to protest labor practices yeah. at Seawright in Greensburg. Um Wit called up Mr. Corelli. Um, who is, like, the person who, like, runs things at Seawright. And he's, like, this whole thing, Corelli says, like, this whole thing's been blown out of proportion by this disgruntled employee. He's willing to talk with Bernard personally and replace these things free of charge. And Wooten's like, no, what that's not What is he trying a- to replace? All the windows that have been ruined. Because, like, oh. you can't remove this symbol. Okay, okay. And then, and then Wooten's like, no, like, we can't just... We can't just bail on this. Like, someone still needs to help. Like, even, like, Mm -hmm. this person put out the Power Boy symbol for help. You can't just be worried about your bottom line and, like, oh, look, we figured out it's some disgruntled employee. And, like, the fact that, like, even... Well, it was also spray-painted on a wall. Did we talk about that? I don't think so. But, yeah, that was one of the links. Yeah. Is that it's been being used by being spray-painted for this whole disgruntled Mm -hmm. employee thing. And so, right, and now, now, so it was first just appearing in relation to Seawright in Greensburg with being spray-painted places, and now it's, like, showing up on Seawright windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also just funny that it's called Seawright. Seawright, yeah. Um, and, uh, but yeah, so Wooten's like, no, this is not just, like, some disgruntled employee. Like, they, whoever's doing this is being serious, and, like, we need to address this. And I like the fact that even Wit is, like, kind of willing to close the book on it. Mm -hmm. He's like, yep, we figured this out. You know, Bernard, go talk to Corelli. Um, But, like, this should all be straightened out. And and Wooten's like, no, this, like, would not happen unless it was... And he goes through to say, really, 11 times. Yeah, really, Um, really, 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 like, 11 times. Yeah, he's like... And and they're like, that's a lot of realism. He's like, yeah, like, 11. Like, he doesn't skip a beat. He is so dead serious. And, um, and then he like kind of like storms out of wit's end to go like continue on this mystery. And Bernard goes, what he needs is a paper bag calling back to To, Howard. And then you, and then wit to end the episode goes, really? (laughs) Really? So good. Where, where has the, like, obviously Odyssey has always been well written. The writing is the thing that like really stands out with the show in addition to the sound engineering but like and i need to listen through more episodes but i'm just like man has paul mccusker ever been this good like he's so dialed in in this episode it is so perfectly comedically structured with all of these great setups punchbacks exactly 300 episodes oh interesting but it's got all these great setups punchlines callbacks like it is incredible Mm. and yeah i'm I'm so in love with it it's a good mystery and like this episode also functions as i mean it's a launching point for the three-parter but unlike most like two-parters where we're talking about part one and we don't have a lot to say i feel like this episode like isn't just set up yeah like there's a lot that happens no there's there's so much to talk about and i think 
because of the comedy of it is why there is one of the reasons why there's so much that this happens or like there's so much to talk about because it's not just yeah it's not just plot it's characters and it's comedy and i love it anything else you want to talk about andrew no i was just doing some research on paul mccusker's writing and stuff and yeah this so he came back by on so he stopped on album i believe uh 59 and then um, he just recently came back for episodes yeah uh the long end part one okay um which is on trial by fire which is album 66 yeah yeah, he, he, he continues to still kind of pop in from time to time at season. Like, even this, we I were think talking he, about. Did he was, write the Green Ring stuff? Uh, possibly. I'm, I'm looking it up now. Don't fact check us, Chalk Squad. Um, all of Green Ring was written by Paul McCusker. Yeah, that would make um, sense. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's an absolutely delightful episode. It, it, I am so disappointed that I haven't heard it before now, and I'm very excited to see where this goes, because obviously it's going somewhere, because there's two more parts, right? Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's gonna get deep in a way that I'm not quite not I'm certainly not prepared for because I have no clue what's gonna happen but uh, I'm very excited and it's so nice to jump forward in time so far you know from darkness before dawn and even virtual realities um, to to this era of Odyssey which I really think is. Probably, yeah. I think I agree with you now. I think it's, I think it's my favorite. Is this era post, like Novacom post Novacom? Yeah, is so nice. There's so yeah. much good stuff that happens. Yeah, Novacom through fifty is like my jam. Yeah. Um. I think they really found their stride. Yeah. You know, they had they had completed Novacom, they had done this big thing, and they were riding off the success of that. Yep. And so they were kind of able to explore a lot of new things. Yeah. And, yeah, it's was, it was really good. Um, and it's such a good episode. And I'm, I'm glad that, uh, yeah, that we, that I, I forced you into talking about it. I am so glad you did, too. And uh, I can't wait to talk about the next part in a week. Um, Do you have anything to promote this week, Dylan? No. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, maybe someday we'll have interesting stuff to talk about. Someday. But uh, until then, uh, we're going to be back in a week. And we're going to talk about The Other Side of the Glass, Part 2. And I cannot freaking wait. Have a good one, Chalk Squad. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Wadfam Chalk Pod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at Wadfam Chalk Pod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at wadfamchalkpod at gmail.com. The Other Side of the Glass, Part 1, was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Acebo edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the Wad Fam Chalk Pod.